Thanks so much for watching our show. We really appreciate the support. It costs a lot to produce, so we're asking for donations and pledges here on Patreon. Thanks again. Welcome to See It and Feel It with Dr. Brett, and I'm Dr. Brett, and I'm here today with Max Talute, a, prof a former professional soccer player. We're going to get into your whole world, but you and I have been connected on and off for a couple years now. Uh, we met originally in Connecticut. Now you're in Florida, 40 minutes north of Tampa. Where are you again? Uh, Newport Ritchie, so about Newport. 45 minutes, 40 minutes. Yeah, welcome to Florida. How long have you been here? I uh, got here beginning of March. Oh, wow. And what was the decision to, to come to Florida? How'd you make that decision? Real estate is a lot cheaper. <laughs> it's more tropical of a climate. And, you know, yeah. being from Haiti originally, Florida is the closest it's going to get to Haiti. No, I know. It's so amazing. We're like here where, where we are on Singer Island. I think we're only 60 or 70 miles from the Bahamas. So, again, yeah. that I love the tropics. Yeah. Um, it, it, do you, you can't explain it. Yeah, do you miss Haiti? When's the last time you were back? Uh, I was back, uh, honestly, I can't remember, probably two years ago, 2019. Yeah, so yeah. summer 2019. How has COVID affected your world? You know, we haven't caught up in a while. How has it affected Not your world? Not at all, man. Not that much. Because you know me, before, when we talked last time, when we, when we did a lot of videos, I stayed to myself a lot. And, and like, I stay in my room. I don't, I don't really go out <laughs> that much. And with my wife, we just stay at home and just enjoy each other's presence so for me it was a blessing because a lot of people used to get at me because of the way that i lived but when covid hit it was okay for me to still live the way i was living because now this is what we're supposed to be doing yeah so does that mean that you're an introvert i mean what does that mean about you i don't know man i, I, I think i don't know i have this debate with people all the time i think i'm introverted because i would rather not talk to people at all <laughs> well i appreciate you're talking to me <laughs> yeah, but how's your wife good. doing by the way how's your wife doing she's good she's good yeah. just in general school um she'll be done in uh three years wow we'll, yeah yeah and then we'll, we'll reassess so one thing that i was going to say before we got started yeah. A wife made the mushroom thing. My wife made the mushroom or your wife made the mushroom thing? Yeah, when we had dinner. Yes. And I was looking forward to that last weekend. I was like, I don't know if she will even remember that dish, but that mushroom dish was the best mushroom dish I've ever had. Uh, okay, cool. So were you bringing your wife when you were supposed to come last weekend or no? No, she wasn't going to come with me oh, last okay. weekend. Oh, okay. Okay, got here. it. She'll be, she'll be coming in June. Um, she okay. may come next month, but if not next month, she'll be here in June. Yeah, so you guys are welcome to come, you know, like, yeah. you know, when, when she's in, it'll be fun to have you guys. Yeah, um, yeah. So tell me about the transition out of the soccer world. How'd you make that transition? Uh, it was, uh, so, how'd that make it? Um, <laughs> I assume you made it. We haven't caught yeah, up. With, so. Yeah, with, when, when we had talked, I had one season. I played one season after, and then I was like, yeah, this, this is it for me because yeah. but like the conversations we had and, you know, just thinking about it a bit more, I just realized that there, there was more out there. And um, for me, what I realized, I really played soccer to get rich. Like, I loved the game. I loved playing. It was fun. You know, it, it made me who I am mentality-wise, being able to, to be quick on my feet. But I, I honestly played to get rich. 
And I got I got rich in the sense of life experience, but I didn't get rich financially. Yeah, totally. And so the money was the draw? Like it, it had you hang in there for longer than you would have otherwise? I wouldn't say that. Um, it was, okay, so it was like, with what I was doing, I felt like I was close to the ceiling of where I was going to reach. So the mm-hmm. amount of money that I was going to make in the league I was, I was close to making the maximum. And for me, that wasn't that much money. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, and I, I've always been interested. I don't know if, if I mentioned this. I into like the finance world. Uh, I was re- really big into it, like trading in the stock market, trading with crypto, mm-hmm. life insurance, annuities, uh, the series license, all those things. So instead of instead of playing the game and, and looking at the game as my whole life, I just saw it as an experience, a game. Mm. took what I could from it and then mm. used those lessons and, and went into the finance world um, and, you know, real estate and, uh, you know, just a lot of investing in the last couple of years. Yeah, well, it's, it's been the right timing. I mean, the, the crypto has been obviously the right sector, the right market. It's a hot sector. It's a hot market in crypto. So I assume you've done pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Recently at the Doje, I was uh, I was I caught the Doje before it popped. So that that was the the, the recent the recent positive. You know, it's up like uh, I think like eight thousand percent or something in the past five years, something like that. So if you yeah. if you put a thousand bucks into it five years ago, you got like eight hundred grand or something crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like one <laughs> one right now that a lot of people are not aware of is called the Shiba Inu. Um, Shiba Inu. Well, now they're going to be aware of it, but we won't release this right away, so you and I have time. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's good. When you release it, we'll see how well it has done. (laughs) My assistant, Jamal, who you just met behind the camera, right? He's all into the whole cryptos and trading and everything, so... So he's she listening. Shibu right Inu. Right he yeah. just bought some I, Shibu I bought Inu it, right now. <laughs> I bought it uh, about a week and a half ago, and it went up like 4,000%. What? 4,000%? <laughs> oh, my God. Did you buy fucking sell? I mean, excuse my language. Did you buy <laughs> half of Florida already? I mean, 4,000%? Oh, it was at point zero zero zero. Like, it was like five zeros, and then uh, the number. Yeah. So it was very cheap. And now is it at a penny or something? What's it at now? No, uh, it just it it went up. Um so it was like now okay, it was at six zeros, now it's at five. So it how did how did the soccer world like prep you for for the trading world? You gotta be quick. There there are a lot of factors that come into play and you have to be able to take all of them in at the same time. Yeah. So when you when you're looking at a stock or when you're looking at crypto, if you're reading mm. the graph. You have the MACD, you have the RSI, you have the the EMA, uh, the moving average. You have you have mm-hmm. you have all these different things that you have to be able to factor in and be like, okay, if this if the RSI falls below fifty, what does that mean? Right. About this, like, and all that. So. So are you partially technical, like in your trading? And I mean, you obviously pay attention to technicals. Yeah, uh, yeah, I did it in the beginning. But now that now I do it, and it's, you know it, it's like a manual for what you're doing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you you have I say there's always there's the mob, which is what like what happened with GameStop, where it's the crowd, whatever people say. Then it's what the stock is actually worth, and then it's mm. what the company's doing. Right. So well said. all those things you have to factor in all at the same time on top of the graph. Mm. 
So it's a lot of things that play out. And so, and, you know, and make the comparison in terms of, you know, playing professional soccer, you know, the, 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 the herd and then the, the sector, then the particular stock and then the fundamentals. What's the, you know, what's the metaphor in the soccer world? Uh, all right. So let's say, <laughs> let's say stocks, normal stocks would be outdoor soccer. All right. Mm. Where it's like the game is long. You may get one or two goals. Mm. Again, the crypto world is more like indoor soccer where mm. you have 20 goals a game. It's a lot of action. It's up and down, up and down. Whereas one stock could go up. If it goes up $10 in a year, that could be great. Whoa. For crypto, it will go $10 by the time we're done talking right now. Mm. It has, depending on what you invest in and, and what type you do, if you go, you know, if you have mm. Bitcoin stuff. Bitcoin Cash, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, Dogecoin, mm. depending on which one you do, you're going to see it go up and down. And mm. like I said, by the time we talk, it's going to go up and down $10. Now, are you, you're, are you a believer that, that, you know, that this won't get regulated or, or, or that the, that it's here for good? Or, you know, I think what's your take on good. that part? Yeah. I think it's here for good. I think it will be regulated because, the government will try and make its money however, whenever it can. Mm, and for sure. It, and but it's not going to go away. What happens if China comes out with their own, you know, cryptocurrency and, you know, and the, the, maybe the United States has their own crypto? I mean, yeah. are there going to be competitors to Bitcoin and Ethereum? Yeah, they, they are. Uh, like I said, Shiba Inu, Dogecoin, Litecoin, um, all those are competitors. But you got to think the history of Bitcoin it, that already happened to it already and it came back. It already crashed four or five times already and it came back. Mm -hmm. Where everything is going with impending war with Russia, with Ukraine, with China, with Japan, with this, everything that's happening in the world right now, mm -hmm. if anything pops off or anything happens, currencies are going to go kaput. Mm -hmm. Like if, if America gets hit, our currency is going to go down and become nullified. Bitcoin, Ethereum, these other trading methods, these other currency methods are going to still be intact and will still be usable, like gold. Mm. You know, How do you compare Bitcoin and Ethereum to gold? What's your, what's your comparison there or perspective there, just out of curiosity? Uh, I'd say one of them is more materialistic because every, anything is worth the value that you give it. You know, mm -hmm. we give, we're giving Bitcoin a lot of value right now. Mm -hmm. you know? No, Bitcoin, fifty-five grand, you know, <laughs> and and it's 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 the most uh, expensive asset in the world right now. But it's not really an asset. It could go away at like it, it lost two hundred million when it went down over the last week. The whole crypto world. So mm. it's something that in in the span of a second, let's say internet were to get canceled from the whole world, Bitcoin, all that would would go away. You don't have internet. It's not something that will become. So we we'd be back to the gold standard. Is that what it, you know? Gold and silver. So we should so. still hold on to our gold and silver. What um, you know? So so it sounds like this world's really working for you. This transition out of soccer. Do you miss soccer at all? No. Yeah, you I, play. You did your time. Yeah, I did my time, and you know, it's when we talked last. It was a lot of me metaphorical stuff, and for me, mm. I, I've I've looked at it even like deeper since we last talked because it's a game. I made a game my whole life.
and that's not you know like i don't want to make monopoly my whole life like i don't mm. want to play like soccer is a very small percentage of what is actually the world mm. and there's only like soccer isn't even you can't make there's basketball there's other sports you can make more money with than soccer mm. you know for me it was it, it was great i learned a lot of lessons from it it was an experience but everything has a time you know mm. i was going to retire at one point or another for sure. What would be your top, you know, two or three takeaways from your experience as a professional soccer player? Uh, it's, it's, it's lonely to get to the top one. Never learn your value. You said two? Yeah, that's two or three. You know, it's lonely getting to the top learn loan your uh, learn your values what's the third one no learn learn your values so you got to know how much yeah. you're worth yeah learn your value got it learn your value and then yeah. the third one is um you know serve serve and be a disciple mm. that'd be it because if you do that and, and that's your mentality with everybody you meet then yeah you don't have to worry about anything if you're mm. always trying to do what's right was was the was it was it lonely for you for a long time on and off throughout your experience as a soccer player? Nah, it wasn't. Like I enjoyed it. I never I never saw it as being lonely. Um, but mm. looking back at it now, I could see how it was lonely. But mm. like even now, I'm here by myself. I'm I'm doing so much growth within myself that I'm not alone. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm by myself, but I'm not lonely. I'm not alone. Like, I'm okay with who I am. I'm okay with being by myself. And mm. I think I learned that because in in isolation, there's much growth. When yeah. You have less, when you have less distractions, less things to worry about, and you can actually think about who you are, why you are, your subconscious, your conscious, your mm. outlook on life, you know. Everything no, like I, I like it. I always liked your philosophical bent, and I know you have a deep Christianity, and that guides you as well. Um, but were you three or four years old when this started to emerge? How, 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 <laughs> how old were you when you discovered this sort of like you know deeper side of you? I don't know. I think it came from Haiti, man. Because growing up like that, you know, you you made up in your first seven years of life. And I came to America when I was 10. So for me... You're Haitian number one and American think, number two, right? Yeah, and, and yeah. My, think, my thinking is like, even when I came to America, God, God brought me to America because my dad was coming to study to be a pastor. So like, I'm not saying it like, oh, God brought me here. Like literally, God brought me to America. And when, when I came, it was an opportunity for me. And I saw it as, a, as an opportunity for me to come to reach my goal, my dream, which was to play soccer. Yeah. And when that happened, I was like, dang, God is really good because he brought me here and now this, you know? Um, so it, it, and one thing on top of another, on top of another, even to where I am now today, like where I'm sitting right now talking to you, like God, God has shown himself and proved himself to me so much that it, it's ignorant of me not to acknowledge that, this this wasn't me, man. It was God. God put. God has been doing everything. And I love it. I love it. I love your um, perspective. Um, you know, how do you when you run into an atheist? How do you you know how do you know how does that you know you know 
sort of measure up or, or, you know, energetically, what's it like for you when you hang with somebody who's, you know, either cynical or skeptical or just a complete non-believer? They just, you know, they literally believe that that this craziness of life is somehow random. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, how do you relate to that? Ideologies and thinking are things you grasp onto, you know, for one reason or another. So there, there was a reason why they chose to believe that and hold on to that and believe it to be factual. Because yeah. you feel love, like you feel love, you feel certain things, but you can't <laughs> describe it, you can't explain it. That, that's one example. So for me, it will be the getting to know the person because words are just words, they're actions and, and being around them. Because I could do something for someone and they would say, okay, look, I know that wasn't really you. You know, like there's something like I needed this. You didn't know I need this. And you brought this to me without knowing I needed it. Mm. Like being an angel of God and being at the right place at the right time. And if I know someone who is like that and, and, and strongly believes against it, then we'll just have a conversation. There are a lot of things we choose to believe in that we really don't know. Mm. Because history has shown that history has been wrong a lot of times. For sure. You know, it's really fascinating because when you're when you're guided by this sort of sense that you're not alone, and I mean, I'm talking about beyond your wife and your parents and your family and your friends, right? That there's, yeah. you know, that there's something much deeper, more magical going on. Um, it's a different journey, isn't it? It's like you know, it, it's almost like because I don't see things as random. I almost I don't really believe in coincidences. Every once in a while, I suppose they're possible. But yeah. for the most part, I kind of, you know, see the connections between things, right? Yeah. And, and I feel like you're, you know, saying something similar, right? Yeah. And yet some people, like, you know, kind of think that that's horseshit. <laughs> yeah. Here, here, here's, you know, it's here's, like I'm, they do. Yeah, I've been saying this. I've been saying this, this word a lot recently. It's languages. Because mm. right now, my wife would say, you know, to me, it's language. Everything is a language. And mm. like even the spirit, because. The FBI, the CIA, I don't remember which one it was. They just came out recently and said that astral projection is actually real. Wait, the, I, I doubt it was the FBI, not J. Edgar Hoover's old institution. I can't wait till Jamal watches this because there's just no way it's the FBI. I'll, I'll have, like, okay, I'll have, I'll have to, He I'll can't have to. hear you right now, but if he could, he'd be like, no, <laughs> it's not the FBI. There's no chance. But, so the, the point I was going to make is this, man. The like, FBI is not talking about astral projection. I'll bet anything. <laughs> See, maybe a pocket of the CIA. I don't know. Thanks for watching See It and Feel It with Dr. Brett. And stay tuned for part two of this interview. Remember to like, subscribe, and share with a friend.